0: welcome to this week health my name is bill russell i'm a former cio for a 16 hospital system and creator of this week health a set of channels dedicated to keeping health it staff current and engaged today we have an interview in action from the 2023 spring conferences vive in nashville and hymns in chicago special thanks to our partners cdw Rubrik, sectra and trellix for choosing to invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. You can check them out on our website, thisweekhealth.com. Now, on to this interview. All right, here we are from HIMSS 2023, and this is our first interview in action, and we are here with Grace.
1: How are you doing? Doing great, and we've joined the show.
0: And you're with... I you am, always have a different badge, <laughs> who do you wear?
1: <laughs> I am with Amadola Communications and I'm also representing Hit Like a Girl podcast and community here.
0: Wow. Fantastic. So you guys had a uh, meet up this morning?
1: This morning we had a meet up of around 100 to 150 women leaders in the industry all coming together to connect, drink coffee or tea as my podcast on Hit Like a Girl is high to and degrees. And we had wonderful time just experiencing life together and really growing with one another.
0: <laughs> That happens all
1: the time. That's, that's what we love
0: about the interviews in action. Yeah, so you've been doing the podcast for a while. I'm really curious that the we're going to talk about a lot of different things. We only have ten minutes, but we'll talk about a bunch of different things. The community that's formed around women in healthcare. Talk a little bit about that. I so think the community would benefit from it. Absolutely. So the Hit Like a Girl
1: podcast started as a podcast. It was just a way for women to learn from other women leaders in this space, and it has grown into. Me a huge community of folks that go on hikes together, go on private retreats together, meet at huge events like this and others in the industry and it's really a great way for women in the industry to level up and learn from one another and to find mentorship in the space as well. Another thing that like a girl podcast has social media network, on the Mighty Network's social media network, and that's a place where women can learn from one another, share educational resources, and other opportunities with one another to just really, like I said, level up and create friendships in this space. And I'm going to ask a,
0: a, it's going to sound like an odd question, but I believe it's practical applications just, how do men participate?
1: Oh, men do participate, actually. They join the social media network, they come to the events, and if anything, men as allies it's really important to helping women really grow in their careers and expand in the roles that they have because we need men to support the work that we're doing and to support the efforts happening in health and and other things. So they come and they say, go girls. we got you, and we're going to support you the best we can.
0: What's top of mind? What are you looking at? So
1: at this conference, I'm actually attracting patients, caregivers, and other patient advocates and care partners on panels. So to me, it's really important that patients have a voice in the innovation process and in conversations happening about innovations that pertain to things that matter to them and could potentially save their lives. And so it's been awesome to hear them on panels sharing their experiences in an expert level way.
0: When we went to build our patient portal at St. Joe's, we were developing, developing, developing. And finally, somebody came and said, hey, let's do some focus groups. And we did focus groups. And they listed the, the patients listed the 10 things they wanted. And it was almost the exact opposite 10 things. Wow. Like, they just flipped
1: it. That doesn't surprise me. It's that. like, we have to get
0: the medical record right. And, and patients came in and said, you have to get scheduling right. And we're like, wow, this is, it's a, it's a different perspective. The
1: patient perspective is one that comes from pain. Honestly, in a heartbreak with the way that healthcare is run and the experiences that are being had. That said, many patients see a promise that innovation can help. They see the promise that innovation can make an impact. They can share how innovation impacts them on a, on a daily, on their daily life, and share insights that can really be valuable to companies and health systems and
0: their planet. You no, know, I, I was also I was on a panel, and Neesh Chopra was moderating. If you've never been on a panel with Denise Chopra. Engages the, the entire audience. Yes,
1: it's fantastic.
0: And it was interesting because we were talking about interoperability, and there was a woman in the back, and she goes, This is what you have to do. She goes, My child has, I forget what they were struggling with, but it's a lifelong illness. And going to doc, different doctors all over the country, she's like, I now carry two binders about this thing everywhere I go. It's like, You've got to solve that problem. And that's the voice we wanted to take. Absolutely. In
1: 2017, I had my own patient experience year-and-a-half long. I almost died from healthcare record fragmentation, oddly enough. Basically, I went to specialist to specialist. No one really had my information. I did have a backpack of records like hers, but it was not helpful. And at the end, it turned out I had to kill my like a very easily discoverable and treatable problem. And it's just looking back on that experience, I've learned so much about the healthcare system, about how healthcare works, and what's not going so great. Right? And to me, it's really important that patients don't bear the brunt of healthcare record fragmentation and that we have a say in things that are happening even at the policy level in regards to healthcare care data and
0: other things. Are some of your clients <laughs> and some of the people who listen to my podcast, are they engaging the patient better? Yes. And
1: how are they? Absolutely. Well, they have patient boards, they have patient advocates that are coming on staff as chief patient officers. And it's really happening on the leadership level, not to mention the patient stories that are being shared of experiences of patients having a wonderful experience or not so wonderful experience with technology in the space that really shines a light on what's happening.
0: We'll get back to our show in just a minute. I am excited about our webinars this year. They have been going very well. What I've done is I've gone out and talked to people in the community and said, what works in webinars. And they came back and said, look, this is what we want. We want a webinar that is not product centric, it's really focused in on the problems of healthcare. And we want people on there that are actually solving those problems. And so we have done that and the response has been fantastic this year. We have another webinar coming up it is the future of care spaces. Where care is being delivered is changing rapidly. Even the care spaces within the hospital themselves are changing. Technology is being added in different types of technology. AI, obviously computer vision and whatnot is changing that modality as well as what's going on in the home and whatnot. So we're gonna have that webinar on June 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We usually have it on the first Thursday happens to be a little too close to my anniversary. So we're gonna do June 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time, Future of Care Spaces. We would love to have you be a part of it. If you are interested in being there, go ahead and hit our website, top right-hand corner. We have a card. You can click on that card and go ahead and, and fill out the form and get registered today. We would love to have you join us. We look forward to seeing you there. Now back to our show. So that's fantastic that we're engaging with patient. What do you mean? Your organization has a lot of clients in this What's the industry?
1: What's the feeling of the industry right now? I think the economy is a huge challenge. Obviously, every, everyone's trying to figure out their business models. Health systems are coming back with, to a lot of these vendors and saying, you need to prove your ROI in a year. We're not giving you three years anymore. It's a year, etc. So, And funding, too, the funding landscape is tricky right now. It's The, the funding landscape is softening. So we're definitely seeing that folks are trying to navigate what that looks like, changing their business models, reaching into pharma. Maybe in the past they may not have talked to pharma. They're finding new business models where the pharma Mm -hmm. money can come in and help really save their health.
0: Pharma, payer, yeah. Direct-to-consumer though is still Mm -hmm. so difficult.
1: Absolutely, it doesn't seem like that's gonna be happening anytime soon, especially in this economic environment. Yeah, it's it's
0: really, we had a CIO panel and I said, what's your number one priority this year? And it essentially was it's financial. Yes. We're all the all the health systems are are struggling, and that has a trickle down. Flag.
1: Every CIO that I've talked to has said our focus for this year is our clinician and our nurse well being. It's their wellness. If you can reduce burnout for us, we will probably work with you. And if you can prove it, that even better. <laughs> and we need some clinical validation. People are saying more than ever, before we work with you, we need clinical validation to know that it works. Well, what kind of
0: services do you, I mean, do you bring that to your clients and help them to make those connections?
1: So my job is to be a healthcare storyteller. So once they've done it, I will share it with the universe and let the world know about it. And I think there's definitely different pieces that everyone plays. in the puzzle my piece is to, at the end of the day, share
0: it. Do you ever, I, I will be honest, sometimes I listen to some of these stories and I go, It's not going to work. Do you ever get a story and you look at it and go, this this is not done? Absolutely.
1: that, I will look at something and say, oh, but can you do that with COPD? And they'll say, oh, actually, we could. That will take us two minutes. And then all of a sudden, that is an editorial Story that we can share with the world. So, there are sometimes that some things that happen.
0: So, what do you do to help? Like, with, as you're talking to organizations who are trying to get their message yeah. out, what do you tell them about the story? What are the important points that they make? Well,
1: we need political validation, we need data. The world wants all the data, they need all the data. The industry needs the data. Well, the internal
0: sale for it. the internal sale is so important because at some point your salesperson is talking to them. But then that person has to go and sell it internally. And if you give them the validation of the data, it makes their job so much easier. But if you don't, it's
1: like... And honestly, no one tells your story better than your customers. So if you're a vendor and you're selling into health systems, then your health systems tell your story best. If you're a health system trying to get more consumers into your health system, your consumers tell your story best. And so for me, that's really important that people understand that really taught your message. End of the day, you're not the hero. Your customer is the hero. Basically.
0: How important is the name? I'm just curious. Interesting. It's, some, sometimes I look at some of the, the names of the company I'm like, I have no idea what to do Basically,
1: I think the company name's really important. It's important that it's memorable. It's not hard to, to pronounce. So
0: it's, it's part of the brand. It's it part is part of the, of
1: the brand. The whole thing is a cohesive unit. And it all works together in tandem.
0: It's, it's funny, when I started, People know this week Health, but the parent company is called Health Therapeutics.
1: Yeah, oh, funny. It
0: is, it, it's about it's essentially. It's about writing the story of healthcare. And oh, I love that. When I started, it was about writing the story of healthcare. Now it's about telling the story. Oh,
1: absolutely. And
0: it's just sheer fun.
1: Oh, truly, truly. No, this week Health is a great name, by the way. And there are some great names on the floor, to that's for sure. There's tons of vendors here. Lots of energy. Lots of excitement. Lots of connections being made. Right. I talked to 10 CIOs this morning at the Hit like a girl networking event. I mean, it's pretty amazing to see a, a huge group of folks that are really
0: coming out and really getting excited to work together. Grace,
1: thank you for your
0: time. Another great interview. I want to thank everybody who spent time with us at the conference. I love hearing from people on the front lines, and it's phenomenal that they've taken the time to share their wisdom and experience with the community. It is greatly appreciated. We want to thank our partners CDW, Rubrik, Sectra, and Trellix who invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.